Hello, thank you for listening to I'm Speaking with Elizabeth West. I am your host. And in this podcast episode, I'm going to be speaking about what the difference is between an empath and an HSP. So what the difference is between an empath and an HSP, which is short for highly sensitive person. And I've had a couple of episodes recently, most recently, um, there's episode 59, what is a highly sensitive person really? Um, And then I had episode 60, what is an empath, question mark. And uh, this one is a follow up to those episodes as well as other episodes that I've spoken about myself in realizing that I have these characteristics and traits about myself, right, that I've discovered during my self-discovery. You know, I talk about it in episode two, connecting the dots, and I also talk about it on on episode 13, how did I get here, Um, and I had a couple of re-releases of those same two episodes. So getting to the point, (laughs) Uh, back to what is the difference between an empath and an HSP, highly short for highly sensitive person. So what I'm noticing, and I kind of put this in, I said this, I believe in one of those episode, uh, podcast episodes, either 59 or 60, most recent ones. Um, and I believe I know I wrote about it as well in the show notes, but it looks to be, it looks that the, that the main difference between an empath and a highly sensitive person is that empaths are like sponges to others uh energy right so i'm gonna read um uh, and i'll have all of this in the show notes don't worry i'll have all the links to all of these um great um websites that i have discovered and and i guess articles that i've discovered i do kind of yeah articles and and websites that i've discovered in this um research for this so because I wanted to know myself because I feel like a lot of the traits overlap and they do overlap you'll notice they do overlap when you're listening to my um recent podcast episodes and episodes during this series that I'm doing the summer of self-awareness which is s-o-s-a for short right summer self-awareness summer of self-awareness I were to say it clearly and uh I'm just covering like different traits and characteristics that you know we may have and and uh and you know going back to that Maya Angelou quote when you know better you do better you know I'm coming from that point of view which is me knowing these these characteristics and traits about myself having this self-awareness is just um giving me the education to know about myself to that way so that that way I can then help myself right so I will not if I need to recharge for example you know being an introvert and a highly sensitive person and an empath in addition you know all these uh, characteristics that I am uh, I need to recharge more so you know it's it's kind of um, you know having that self-awareness so anyway this is when this is comes from the one of the key points from a psychology today website and it says um regarding the differences between an empath and an, and an HSP. So it says empaths share all qualities of HSPs, but can also absorb subtle energy from other people and the environment into their bodies. So this is from Psychology Today, their link. I have this in the show notes as well, um, but I'll read that again. It says empaths share all qualities of HSPs, short for highly sensitive person, but can also absorb subtle energy from other people and the environment into their bodies. So 
yeah and then they also have another key point on this same article for um for psychology today it says empathy is on a spectrum with narcissists on one end and empaths on the other so again i'll read that over again it says empathy is on a spectrum all of these characteristics really are on a spectrum if just period but um starting over so empathy is on a spectrum with narcissists on one end and empaths on the other so that kind of gives you a little bit more of an idea as well um and those were some key points from the psychology for the from the psychology today website and uh Let's see, there is another, a couple other things I wanted to read about that. Let's see, let me get to this other article here. Um, What is an empath? And again, I talk about this in a couple of my recent uh, podcast episodes. Um, And I'll have those episodes in the show notes as well, so you can click on them. Uh, So this one is from themighty.com, a new website I discovered in doing this research. But uh, this says, what what is an empath? This said, empaths are likely to be highly sensitive and are especially gifted in the depth of processing. They are attuned to the emotions of others, often feeling a sixth, sixth sense for the unspoken dynamics in a group or between people. This depth of processing is connected to the emotions of other people and the world and may happen unconsciously. Empaths may have great insight into others and themselves, but may also feel and bear the burden of others' emotions more readily, if not actively protecting themselves, right? So I talk a lot about protecting, conserving, and protecting our protecting our energy, especially if you are an introvert and additionally a highly sensitive person, and especially additionally if you are an empath. I, I talk about the, that um conserving and protecting our energy is very important and i have a podcast episode i don't remember the number off the top of my head but i'm writing it down to put that in the show notes as well it's titled something something to the effect of um highly sensitive we have to protect our energy and with highly sensitive i'm including empaths into that because um even though empath is a different name but as far as we're like empaths are like sponges right so we still need to protect our energy because we are like sponges right so all these things um added on and i'm gonna read that one more time from the mighty.com i'll have this in the show notes as well this link empaths are likely to be so it says what is an empath question mark then it says below it empaths are likely to be highly sensitive and are especially gifted in the depth of processing they are attuned to the emotions of others, often feeling a sixth sense for the unspoken dynamics in a group or between people. This depth of processing is connected to the emotions of other people and the world and may happen unconsciously. Empaths may have great insight into others and themselves, but may also feel and bear the burden of others' emotions more readily, if not actively protecting themselves. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that is from the mighty.com and um, yeah, so uh, what they talk about is I, I really wanted to read that because I like how they, they kind of summed it up um, and I wanted to read this from, this is doc, under Dr. Judith Orlov's website and she's considered the godmother of, uh, for empaths, right? So she she is a psychiatrist and an empath and she has the book called the empaths survival guide um and that's the name of her book and um i want to i'm actually want to read it or and or listen to it because i i love to listen to books on audio um but i would like i think i'd like to read this by the printed version in addition to so whether it's an ebook 
I probably will definitely get a printed version in addition to the audio version. I'm just kind of thinking out loud with that. But um, anyway, let's see. So this is on doc, this that I'm about to read. It's on Dr. Ju- Judith Orloff's website. So it says, um, um, and she also has a self-test, which I will have that in the show notes, the link to that in the show notes as well. So uh, let's see, this is Dr. Judith Orloff's website from Dr. Judith Orloff's website. Uh, she's the godmother of, um, for, of empaths. The, she's, her nickname is the godmother for empaths. Um, let's see. And she says, this is on her website, she says, As a psychiatrist and an empath, I often get asked, what is the difference between empaths and highly sensitive people? And she puts in the empath survival guide, her book, I devote a section on this important distinction. Here are the similarities and differences. Empaths share all the traits of what Dr. Elaine Aaron has called highly sensitive people or HSPs. Now, Dr. Elaine Aaron was the one she coined the term highly sensitive person back in the 90s. So she coined the term. She's also a highly sensitive person. She's a doctor. And she coined the term highly sensitive person um, in the 90s. So I'll start over from this paragraph from Dr. Judith Orloff's uh, website. Uh, It says, here are the similarities and differences. Empaths share all the traits of what Dr. Elaine Aaron has called highly sensitive people or HSPs. These include a low threshold for stimulation, the need for alone time, sensitivity to light, sound, and smell, plus an aversion to large groups. See, sounds introverted too, right? So there's a there's a spectrum, it's a fine line. I'll continue. It also takes a highly sensitive people it also takes highly sensitive people longer to wind down after a busy day since their system's ability to to transition from high stimulation to being quiet is slower. Highly sensitive people are typically introverts whereas empaths can be introverts or extroverts, though most are introverts. Empaths share a highly sensitive person's love of nature, quiet environments, desire to help others, and a rich inner life. However, empaths take the experience of the highly sensitive person much further. We can sense subtle energy, which is called Shakti or Prana in Eastern healing traditions, and actually absorb it from other people in different environments into our own bodies. Highly sensitive people don't typically do that. This capacity allows us to experience the energies around us in extremely deep ways. Since everything is made of subtle energy, including emotions and physical sensations, we energetically internalize the feelings and pain of others. We often have trouble distinguishing someone else's discomfort from our own. Also, some empaths have profound spiritual and intuitive experiences which aren't usually associated associated with highly sensitive people. Some are able to communicate with animals, nature, and their inner guides. In my book, which is the Empath Survival Guide, it's her book. There is a section on intuitive empaths, which include animal empaths, earth empaths, dream empaths, telepathic empaths, and more. Being a highly sensitive person and an empath are not mutually exclusive. You can be both at the same time. Many highly sensitive people are also empaths. If you think about this distinction in terms of an empathic spectrum, empaths are on the highest end. Highly sensitive people are a little lower on the spectrum. I said that in the last uh, episode of what I believe it was, what is an empath is the episode that I talked about that, how um, highly sensitive refuge had an article and it had a straight line and it have on one end would be a narcissist on the opposite end would be an empath and a highly sensitive person's close to the empath side 
um, not in the middle, but close to the empath side. So again, straight line, if you can imagine a straight line, one end of that line is a narcissist. The opposite end of that line would be an empath. A highly sensitive person be close would be close to the empath side. If you can kind of imagine, because uh, um, I like to have some kind of a visual. <laughs> so that's why I'm saying that. So you can kind of get an idea of in your mind of like, wait, what? You know, oh, okay. You can imagine that straight line narcissist at one end empath at the other end highly sensitive person kind of close to the empath side it kind of gives you more of an idea so um i'll read that uh paragraph again starting from let's see being a highly sensitive person and an empath are not mutually exclusive you can be both at the same time many highly sensitive people are also empaths if you think about this distinction in terms of an empathic spectrum empaths are on the highest end highly sensitive people are a little lower on the spectrum people with strong empathy but who are not hsps or empaths are in the middle of the spectrum narcissists sociopaths and psychopaths who have empath deficient disorders that's in quotes on uh, on this uh on this article uh are at the lowest end of the spectrum right so kind of similar to what i said to that straight line narcissists on, are on one end empaths on the other end um yeah i'm gonna read that one more time because i had some i kind of like talked in the middle of that so i'll say um being a highly sensitive person and an empath are not mutually exclusive you can be both at the same time many highly sensitive people are also empaths if you think about this distinction in terms of an empathic spectrum empaths are on the highest end highly sensitive people are a little lower on the spectrum people with strong empathy but who are not hsps or empaths are in the middle of the spectrum. Narcissists, sociopaths, and psychopaths who have empath deficient disorders, those are in quotes, are at the lowest end of the spectrum. All right? So again, imagine that straight line, narcissists at one end and empaths at the other end. Um, actually, there's there's a, there's one in here. She has one, Dr. Judith Orloff has one on this um, article as well. And I will have this link to this article in the show notes. Um, yeah. And then I wanted to read something else. This is Highly Sensitive Refuge. Then they have updated this article. It's called, that's titled, The Difference Between Introverts, Empaths, and Highly Sensitive People. And it's from January 2, 2023. So there was one before. So this is must be new and improved because um, I've read this article, this same article, the same title, but it was from a couple years back. And it looks like they're just kind of uh, adding as, you know, sign of the times, we get more information that we add to it. So it looks like they've added to it and the latest and greatest is from earlier this year, which is great because that way we're up to date with all of the studies uh, about, um, again, this is their article from Highly Sensitive Refuge. I'll have this in the show notes, the link to this. And um, it's the difference between introverts, empaths and highly sensitive people. And there's just a couple of things I was going to read on it. Um, so this one, let's see, there's a couple of main points I wanted to read. So let's see, I'm going to read, this is going to be a little bit about introversion as well, because a lot, again, a lot of the traits do overlap between introverts, highly sensitive people and empaths. Um, yeah, which is something I did not know until I listened to the podcast introvert deer which I need to write down to put in the show notes as well. Introvert Deer, which is um really helped me a lot with learning about my characteristics about being an introvert and tying in being an introvert and being an HSP, tying those in together because I had no idea that they even tied in together. I didn't know 
if they were just totally off, like off the cuff from each other. And then I realized listening to Introvert Deer, um, listening to the Introver- Introvert Deer podcast that, oh no, they do tie into each other. And cause they had a, they have a podcast episode titled, um, I forgot what the title was exactly offhand, but it was something and I, I, I can find it and I put it in the show notes. The, um, it's talks about, um, how being an introvert and a highly sensitive person, what ties, how would they tie in together? So I'll have that in the show notes as well. I just wrote that down so that I'll add that to the show notes, the link to that, uh, uh, podcast episode for introvert deer. I'll put that in the podcast, uh, in the show notes. Okay. So I'm going to read, this is from highly sensitive which is actually the same folks, the same people that had, the introvert deer podcast um jen graneman was the founder is the founder and she's also the founder of highly sensitive refuge her and her partner andre solo are the founders of highly sensitive refuge.com and also the the website introvertdeer.com they also have a website that was kind of it still continues um, even though the the podcast is not live, so to speak, on the air, but of course it's evergreen, which is evergreen. You can listen to it anytime because it's still on, still on the podcast platforms, right? So you can still listen to it, which I love. I listen to it all the time because I always find out new nuggets that I didn't hear before. So that's Introvert Deer, the founders of Introvert Deer, which are also the founders of Highly Sensitive Refuge, which is which this article that I'm about to read. And uh, this article is, again, titled The Difference Between Introverts, Empaths, and Highly Sensitive People. So it says, uh, being an introvert is genetic, and it involves differences in how the brain processes dopamine, the, the reward chemical. People who are born as introverts simply don't feel as rewarded by external stimuli, such as parties or chit-chat. And as a result, they get worn out in those situations relatively quickly. On the other hand, many introverts draw deep satisfaction from meaningful activities like reading, creative hobbies, and quiet contemplation. So I'll read that again. Being an introvert is genetic, and it involves differences in how the brain processes dopamine, the reward chemical. This reward is in quotes. People who are born as introverts simply don't feel as rewarded by external stimuli, such as parties or chit-chat, and as a result, they get worn out in these situations, in those situations relatively quickly. raising my hand right here on the other hand many introverts draw deep satisfaction from meaningful activities like reading creative hobbies and quiet contemplation that's me all day every day quiet contemplation um reading although i do like to listen to books more than (laughs) more than reading physical physical books although nothing against reading physical books and i also i like the idea of having in some cases having an audiobook and a physical book that way you have both and you can refer to the physical book for some points that you know you wanted to highlight right physically highlight um i i guess i could say ebook or physical book you can highlight those points that you listen to on the audiobook for example so there there are those cases as well that you want to have both but i do love me some audio i'm an audio lover um, which is probably why I love podcasts so much. And okay. And I, 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 uh, yeah, <laughs> won't, won't change the subject, but, um, yeah, so that's, uh, okay. Being an introvert. Okay. I'm going to read about, okay. They talk about if you, if you are a highly sensitive person, 
an HSP, you're much more likely to be an introvert than an extrovert. Dr. Elaine Aaron, author of The Highly Sensitive Person, estimates that about 70% of HSPs are also introverts, so it makes sense why they're often confused for one another. A highly sensitive introvert may come across as very observant, caring, emotional, and able to read others well, even though people exhaust them, exclamation point. (laughs) That's me all day, every day. (laughs) I love it. I have empathy and I love... I love, I'm an outgoing person. I love to connect with others. It's one of my zones of genius, right? Connecting with others. But I get drained as well if I do, if I overdo it. Um, And we all have, it's on a spectrum, y'all, right? And we all have a different capacity. So my capacity is going to be different than the next person, than the next person, than the next person, than the next person. So I know my capacity. And when I'm at my capacity or close to it, then I know, okay, I need to recharge, right? So um, even though I love to connect with others, I'm outgoing, I'm not shy, I dare, you know, when I get to the, the top of my capacity, then it's like, oh, okay, come back, <laughs> come back, reel it in and, and recharge, right? So um, I'll read that again. If you're a highly sensitive person, HSP, you're much more likely to be an introvert than an extrovert. Dr. Elaine Aaron, she's the one that, that, uh, coined the term highly sensitive person back in the 90s right that's dr elaine aaron author of the highly sensitive person estimates that about 70 percent of hsps are also introverts so it makes sense why they're often confused for one another a highly sensitive introvert may come across as very observant caring emotional and able to read others well even though people exhaust them exclamation point It's, and then below that, it says, nevertheless, you can be an introvert and not be highly sensitive. This would look like being less in tune, quote, those are in quotes, with people. Because for HSPs, the brightest thing on their radar is other people. It may also mean being less stressed by certain types of stimulation, such as time pressure, violent movie scenes, repetitive noises, etc. Even though you still need plenty of alone time. I'll read that again. Nevertheless, you can be an introvert and not be highly sensitive. This would look like being less in tune with people because for HSPs, the brightest thing on their radar is other people. It may also mean being less stressed by certain types of stimulation, such as time pressure, violent movie scenes, repetitive noises, etc., even though you still need plenty of alone time. And then it says, additionally, about 30 to 50% of the population are introverts. Some introverts are neither empaths nor highly sensitive people. Repeat that. Some introverts are neither empaths nor highly sensitive people. Then another uh, next uh, sentence says, introversion is a well-studied personality trait that's that's separate from the other two. I'll read that again. Introversion is a well-studied personality trait that's separate from the other two. Okay, let's see. Okay, now the next, their next um, paragraph is about empath. So the word empath has been taking on a new meaning lately. At one point, it was used mostly in science fiction to describe a person with paranormal abilities to understand the mental and emotional states of others. Although many people still associate empaths with a spiritual component, today the world has become more mainstream. Now it's commonly used to mean someone who is extremely aware of the emotions of those around them. I'll read that again. Um, Oh, actually, I'll continue and then I'll start over. Here's what that looks like. That's the next. This is the next paragraph. Empaths would say they're not just noticing others feelings. The experience is often one of absorbing their emotions. It's as if empaths feels 
feel others' emotions right alongside them. And according to Dr. Judith Orloff, right, Dr. Judith or Dr. Judith Orloff, the godmother of empaths, right, for empathy, her nickname, to Dr. Judith Orloff, author of the Empath Survival Guide, this may even include physical symptoms. When overwhelmed with stressful emotions, empaths may experience panic attacks, depression, chronic fatigue, and physical symptoms that defy traditional medical diagnosis, she writes. All right. And I'll read the next paragraph. Uh, For empaths, this ability is both a gift and a curse. It can be hard because many empaths feel they cannot turn it off. Or it takes them years to develop ways to turn it down when needed. As a result, empaths can find themselves going from perfectly happy to overwhelmed with stress, anxiety, or other feelings simply because someone else walked into the room. Boom. That's exactly right. It is exactly right. And I'm going to have this article. There's more on this. Um, and I'll sh- I'm going to share the link in the... Uh, it'll probably be the first link that I share under under sh- my under the show notes. This article because it's so good. And... Um, yeah, empaths can be introverts or extroverts. Absorbing emotions most likely happens by picking up on subtly social emotional cues and then internalizing them, an unconscious process that empaths often can't control. Many empaths are likely high, highly sensitive people. And then, uh, let's see, it talks about highly sensitive people. Like in, introverts and empaths, highly sensitive people are often misunderstood. It's common to use the word sensitive as if it's a bad thing, which means HSPs sometimes get a bad rap. But the truth is being highly sensitive simply means you process more information about the world around you than others do. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're easily offended or you cry at the drop of a hat. I've been saying that too. It doesn't mean that we cry at the drop of a hat. For HSP, that means, for HSPs, that means, this is below that paragraph, processing things very deeply and noticing connections that others don't notice. Sometimes becoming overwhelmed or overstimulated because your brain is processing so much input, especially in highly stimulating environments like a party or busy classroom. Picking up on emotional cues like empaths and feeling a deep degree of empathy for others. Noticing small and subtle things that others often overlook like textures and faint noises. Yep. And so again, I'll have that, uh, this link to this full, cause there's way more stuff, but I'm not gonna, um, you know, read the whole article cause that would be, I'll just send the link. But so, um, I covered introverts in here too, even though the title of this podcast episode will most likely be what is the difference between an empath and a highly sensitive person. So as you can see, there are many, um, characteristics and traits that overlap between the three, as far as being an introvert, an empath and an HSP, and there's a lot of traits and characteristics that carry over from being an empath and an HSP, a highly short for highly sensitive person, right? So, uh, yeah, but you can be one and not the other because it is a spectrum, and we, you know, everyone has a different capacity than the next person. So, yeah, and same with being an introvert. Um, doesn't necessarily mean that because you're an introvert, you're automatically the other two traits which you're automatically an empath you're automatically an hsp no not not necessarily uh it just depends on what where you are at on the spectrum and you can be one of these traits and none of the other two you know and vice versa right you could be an empath and not one of the other two as well so um 
yeah so it just goes to show you know we're all we're all different we're all unique we're all individuals and really the word individual sums it up right there we're all individuals so we're going to be different than you know you can't um don't lump everyone together like everyone's the same because we're all different right we're all different people and uh, we are all individuals so that should shed shed some light on the difference between um an empath and an hsp and i hope it it uh has uh shed some light for y- for y'all as it has me uh coming to find out that um speaking for myself i know that i'm all three of these traits and characteristics and also seeing the difference between between um specifically in empath and in hsp that there are a lot of similarities there are a lot of overlaps but the different the main difference it seems t- to be that empaths are like sponges in in that we absorb others energy um from someone walking into the room right or someone i put this in my show notes for one of the um podcasts underneath one of the podcast episodes like it's like if you're you know just kind of like having a good day or just relaxing let's just say it's your day off and you're relaxing maybe you're reading a book or you're sitting outside or something and then you get a phone call by you know you get a phone call and the person's like ranting and right you know ranting and raving and griping about their day you're all of a sudden gonna go from calm cool and calm and relaxed to stressed and having anxiety just because of the phone call because the energy that you're getting from the other person it's not your energy but their their energy is you're a sponge you're a sponge if you're an empath you're a sponge so you're picking up on their energy and you're getting stressed out so that's why we have to protect our energy y'all we have to protect our energy because you know we can get depleted very quickly much more quickly quicker than those that don't have these traits and characteristics so again um not to be sound redundant or repetitive but if you're an introvert you have to recharge if you are an hsp in addition you will need to recharge even more and if you are an empath in addition to the other two which is an introvert and an hsp and you're also an empath you will need to recharge even more and you have to and with that recharging you have to protect conserve and protect your energy okay conserve and protect your energy which is um yeah and uh i I talk a lot about this i I put a lot of information in my show notes and um i'll probably have a a podcast episode coming up and um and uh some what do you call it i can't think of it at the time having a brain fog but yeah I, i just stress this so much about conserving our energy and protecting our energy because it really is the difference between being happy and being unhappy or being up or or being down right it really is a difference so it's very important for us to do that to protect our energy so i will go ahead and wrap this up so uh this episode this is uh has to do with my you know this this is a part of the summer of self-awareness right (laughs) for my listeners summer of self-awareness short is s-o-s-a short for the summer of self-awareness and uh, it will end with a podcast series and audio summit called Work How You Are. And I got the idea for Work How You Are because I was getting kind of, I was having in the online world, in the online biz world, I'll just say in the online biz world, it's a lot of, um, I guess in society too, really. So online biz world or not, just society as a whole is always like 
you know, I this worked for me, so this will work for you. Or this worked for me, I was successful because I did this. I did ABC, so this will work for you if you do ABC as well. And I'm getting so frustrated with that because after all of the things that I've, as far as digital products, digital courses, digital um, products and courses that I purchased and, and coaching that I've purchased, um, and 90% of those products and courses and coaching that I purchased did not work for me. So not all of it, some of it did work for me, um, but most of it did not work for me. So I, I come from that point of view, which is called work how you are. And I'm going to be speaking about me, how I work as far as um, in corporate and for my for my own business, right? Which is um, anyway, so yeah, which is, you know, as far as if you're having your own business or a side hustle, I'll just say side hustle um, or in corporate, I have tips on, you know, there's ways that I deal, you know, recharge and corporate and there's ways that I recharge um, in my side hustle, right? And so I'm going to be talking about that as far as, uh, yeah, and then I'm going to have experts talking about human design, why if you were to work how you are, if you were a manifesting generator, for example, which I am, then we're more like leaders. We kind of like make, set the trail versus following someone um and there's other type human design types that are different they are like a projector projects right reflector kind of reflects and of course there's more there's more into that and I'm gonna have um I'm gonna have a human design expert talking about that so this potty this uh podcast series slash audio summit which will be in the fall um in a few weeks and it'll be called uh work how you are and I'm gonna have experts again um me talking about being an introvert and HSP and empath just in life and in, in and in my side hustle as well as being a manifesting generator and having being a neurodivergent which is an AD, having ADHD and and or and being a neurodivergent so I'm going to be speaking about that and what I do and then you know I have experts for human design I've an expert for um hope I hope to get a Myers-Briggs expert I did have uh anyway I'll get to the point um hoping hoping to get a Myers-Briggs expert and uh, anyway so I had my my podcast episodes leading up to this right this uh, podcast series and and, uh, audio summit Uh, it will be in the fall and uh, yeah this is where this comes from so the summer of self-awareness we're leading into that the podcast series in the in in the fall and uh, titled work how you are and um, yeah so thank you very much for listening I will have the link if you want to find out when everything drops as far as that audio summit um, and po- podcast series slash audio summit, when it drops, join my email list and I have the, I'll have the link in my show notes. It's a long, I was trying to, I'm trying to say it for those that are driving or walking or, or doing other things while listening, but it's kind of a long link so I'm just gonna I'll just put it in the show notes (laughs) and that way you can link to it so you can join my email list and um you can find out when everything drops right so thank you very much for listening I appreciate you and if this episode was of value to you if you would be so kind as to following or subscribing which is just clicking the little in Spotify if just clicking the little follow button 
the circle follow and then if you can click on that um on that bell turn it turn them both green that way you won't miss an episode that's the fastest um way to show support i appreciate it um next would be if you were if this episode was of value to you if you could share it with a friend and that's just you know sharing it and then you can share it with a friend via text or via Instagram or, um, you know, there's a lot of ways that you can do it when you put on your phone, you put the share. Of course, y'all probably already know about this. So if you wouldn't mind um, following or subscribing, which is just pushing the, the follow or the bell, the bell on Spotify um, or sharing, or if you wouldn't mind rating, that's going to take a couple minutes, right? So on Spotify, it's pretty quick. Uh, you could just push at the top of the podcast episode, uh, push how many stars hopefully five stars (laughs) and uh, you can leave a review they don't allow you to leave like a word review but you could just do five stars if you would be so kind that would be awesome and then that way that will show up on my um for my reviews or if you listen on apple podcasts you can do a review that way and you can do the stars the amount of stars as well as um as words right a word review um, but, so that's the third way, or if you wouldn't mind donating, if you, if this episode was of value to you and I'll have the link for all of that will be in my show notes and my link tree link. So thank you very much for listening again. Cheers to speaking up and for making your voice heard. One more thing. I, d- I know I should have this. I'm tr- I'm memorizing this, uh, this stuff. I need to write it all out. Right. Um, and have it, um, more, more clean, so to speak. But, um, one more thing. Oh, shoot. Did I forget? Okay. So one more thing, if you wouldn't mind, let's see, joining. Yeah. Everything will be in my link tree link below, below the show notes. Oh, this is what I was going to say. Okay. So, um, at the bottom in Spotify, and I believe it it also will copy off into Apple podcasts as well. But I know for Spotify, for sure, there is a button on if this episode resonated with you, you can click the button. It says, um, you can leave a message. I believe it says reply and it's just a round button and you just click on it and it doesn't, it just goes to me. It shouldn't go to the public. It should just go to me and you can leave a reply on, yes, this resonated with me. This is why it would be great. I would just love to hear from y'all. Um, and there's one way. And then also you can leave a voice note, voice message and or voice note on Spotify as well. And I believe, I believe this goes for Apple. Pod- I believe that the button still goes to Apple podcasts when, when I do my podcast, um, episode, I'm pretty sure. But, um, if you could also leave me a voice message is what I'm trying to say, really, is what I'm trying to- you could leave me a voice note on that, um, button at the bottom of the podcast as well. So I know for sure for Spotify, they're going to have it, the button. And I hope, I believe it's also will copy into Apple podcasts as well. Um, but yeah, there's a, there's a way to leave me a voice message. If you wanted to ask me a question or there's a topic you'd like me to cover, or you had, a, you know, again, you had a question on something and there's a topic you, yeah, you would like me to cover. You're someone you'd like me to talk to. Um, yeah, just please let me know. I'd love to hear from y'all. So thank you again for listening. I appreciate y'all. Cheers to speaking up and for making your voice heard. <laughs>